Hello, my fellow Southerners. Welcome in to a whole new week of the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. On a Monday, we get it up and going. The new week of all things Southern. Maybe you're at work. Maybe you're a federal employee and you're home with nothing else to do but tune in the Y'all Show. Well, we thank you, federal employee or not, for taking a little time out to hear all about the South with your host, John Rawl. Hope your weekend was good. Some of you, depending on what part of the South you, you were in, you had to dig out of some snow and ice. And we sure hope you get, did that and maybe it'll warm up here. We're not all that far from spring, but man, we've got a got a little ways to go and cannot wait. As I said, I make a kind of a tradition this time of year to be on the lookout for my first sign of a flowering tree. And I get so excited when that happens. And as of this day, I can promise you I have not seen a tree as of I'm on market right here. January 14th, no flowering trees nor flowers has your gracious host seen thus far but i've got my eyes peeled and i'm ready for spring 2019 and i'm ready for summer 2019 i I need to get out of the house i've got the winter blues already this is the y'all show where we look at all things weather and everything else news related we've got the headlines from across the region coming at you in just a second we also have later this hour hashtag hullabaloo gonna have a fun time we actually have a celebrity driven hashtag hullabaloo at your disposal today and before the hour ends we'll have a southern business spotlight we've got some news about new cars as the north american auto show going on right now in motor city and we've got the list of some hot new models of cars that the manufacturers are rolling out in detroit also, we've got an update on some of the sales, the holiday sales report from a lot of our big retailers across the land. That is coming up later this hour in our Southern Business Spotlight. When we flip the script to hour two of today's Y'all Show, we've got a look back at the weekend in sports, NFL action, the South's own New Orleans Saints and Kansas City Chiefs are marching on to the conference championship games And we'll tell you about those two teams and the opponents they'll be facing off against when we get to our two. Also, an update on college basketball, some good games on that front over the weekend. And then Jerry Short will be dropping by for a wonderful report, as he always has here on our All South show. And we're going to talk to Jerry a little bit about the border wall. And if you haven't heard enough about it on your normal channels to get news well we'll talk about it a little bit more jerry's actually worked on the border in different ways different capacities we'll discuss that knowledge and then as we wrap up our two i'm going to salute the greatest generation the man that gave me my first break in broadcasting sadly passed away sunday evening in lexington south carolina and i'm going to honor my friend and the man who I credit getting me in this business, Red Reynolds, dying at the age of 91, Red, a World War II veteran, and I'm going to be at the funeral this week in South Carolina for him, and I appreciate all that he did for me, and we're going to talk a little bit more about C.T. Red Reynolds on today's Y'all Show, the man who got me on WBLR AM 1430 in Batesburg, South Carolina, back in 1988. My first shift was December 24th, 
1988. Yeah, you heard it right. I was on the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve. That's where I got my famous start in this biz. Just started celebrating my 30th anniversary last month. But uh, the man who I thank very much for giving me a chance, a, a kid. I was a punk kid in high school when he let me come into the station and, and take over an air shift. I really appreciate everything he did and his family. And I'll be there at the funeral when that happens this week in Southern Carolina. Starting our headlines from across the region here on the Y'all Show, we started with weather. Something we always don't do is talk about weather. But, man, when you had the kind of storm that we just noticed over the past couple of days in some of the southern states, you can't help it. At least five deaths now attributed to this winter storm as it pummeled the Midwest and some of the northern ends of the southern region are now pummeling the mid-Atlantic region on Sunday knocking out power it was a mix of ice and snow it canceled flights if you were traveling anywhere in the country over the weekend you were likely affected even an sec basketball game featuring the columbia uh, columbia missouri based missouri tigers had to be postponed today when they traveled to columbia south carolina to take on the gamecocks that game was actually played sunday in columbia sc at colonial life arena but Virginia police say that the driver of a military surplus vehicle was killed late Saturday after he lost control in I-81, and that was because of slick road conditions. And in Gainesville, Georgia, in Hall County, a 73-year-old died after his vehicle was struck by two other tractor-trailers, and these tractor-trailer-trailers were the cause of this, and the medical examiner of Hall County determined Sunday that the death of this man was storm-related. So even in Gainesville, they were having issues with this winter storm that was a major problem across places like Kentucky. Missouri got hit hard, and it moved eastward, and just a a really bad mid-January winter storm with deaths sadly coming from throughout many southern states and other states as well. A judge has blocked the trump administration's birth control coverage rule that was affecting 13 states those states included north carolina virginia and also washington dc and the judge take a wild guess where this judge was from california he ruled on sunday that the trump administration rules which would allow more employers to opt out of providing women with a no-cost birth control it's not going to happen now as a judge has blocked this judge haywood gilliam granted a request for a preliminary injunction by california and 12 other states the plaintiffs sought to prevent the rules from taking effect as scheduled on monday while a lawsuit against them moved forward but all this about the birth control coverage rule and a judge in california stepping in affecting a couple of states here Sad news from Birmingham, Alabama, as an officer was killed there over the weekend and another wounded in a shooting. And the other one who was wounded is in critical condition after the shooting early Sunday. Two suspects are in custody, one of whom was shot and is receiving medical treatment. The officer who was fatally shot, Sergeant Waitasha Carter, age 44, who had been in the Birmingham Police Department since 2011, the name of the wounded officer and the suspects not immediately released. 
Birmingham Police Chief Patrick Smith said the officers had approached two suspects just before 2 a.m. early Sunday morning outside of a downtown Birmingham, Alabama nightclub. And after a plainclothes officer spotted one of them checking door handles on cars parked outside the venue, and the suspect opened fire after being confronted by the officers. And one of the officers, as we said, the Sergeant Carter, 44 years old, killed in the line of duty in Birmingham, Alabama. A seafood distributor in Maryland wants an extremely rare lobster with a speckled orange and black shell to be viewed by a whole lot of people rather than enjoyed by just one on a plate. Ocean City Seafood of Silver Spring, Maryland, was unloading a shipment from Maine last month when the owner found the rare, what's called a calico lobster, or as they say in Maine, lobster. Lobsters usually have dark blue or greenish-brown shells. This one had, as I said, an orange and black shell on the shell. And so the University of Maine's Lobster Institute says calico lobsters occur about once in every 30 million lobsters. And I don't blame the owner of this Silver Spring, Maryland restaurant trying to prevent the business, the, the, the lobster, from being served up on a plate i guess they harvest lobsters at this time of year i'm not real sure a spokeswoman for the georgia aquarium confirmed saturday the aquarium is in the early planning stages of possibly caring for this maryland lobster so how about that what quite a journey from maine to maryland where you're planning on maybe chopping it up and having it in a meal and now this lobster thanks to the owner of ocean city seafood perhaps being saved and 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 now Coming further south, a Yankee lobster, perhaps, going to the Georgia Aquarium. Hey, we've got our limit on Yankee lobsters down here, (laughs) y'all. The governor, the new governor, Ron DeSantis of Florida, has suspended Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel. Of course, Broward County, where that awful school shooting happened back on February 14th of 2018, And now Scott Israel, who's faced criticism over his department's response to the Parkland, Florida school shooting, has now been officially suspended by Ron DeSantis. And this happened on Friday. DeSantis said that Sheriff Israel had repeatedly failed and has demonstrated a pattern of poor leadership. And he's been in the news or in the role and been in the news for a long time. Israel, that is, in this seemingly liberal county. He's been able to hang on to his position, even though a lot of people blame his sheriff's deputy there at the school for certainly not doing a favor to the students who were under fire and under assault when he was the school resource officer there at Parkland. Martin Luther King Jr. Day is one week from today, and if you're planning on going to Atlanta, I told you the other day on the Y'all Show, it looked like things would be up and going to some some degree there at the historic site in Atlanta but the government shutdown is affecting the historic site and the parks, museums, and landmarks nationwide have been shuttered as the White House and Democrats feud over funding for the border wall. And the doors of Ebenezer Baptist Church, where King practices preaching on nonviolent resistance, his childhood home on Auburn Avenue in Atlanta, all closed until further notice and could be closed even on Monday, one week from today, which would have been King's 90th birthday, Martin Luther King Jr. 
and the site there in Atlanta and visitors being turned away at the door. A 112-year-old World War II veteran has died in Austin, Texas, Richard Overton, and he was regarded as the nation's oldest World War II veteran. And he's now being remembered for his love of country and for Overton's joy for life. The governor of Texas was among hundreds of mourners honoring Overton during a funeral over the weekend in Austin. He died actually back on December 27th, and he served in an all-black engineer aviation battalion during World War II. Governor Abbott said Overton loved the nation and put his faith in God Almighty above all else. He'd had health problems recently, including pneumonia, and he once challenged the Texas leader to a race using their respective wheelchairs. How about that? As Governor Abbott is in a wheelchair. Fun man, fun times there when those two got together, but he died at the age, at the young age of 112 years old, World War II veteran Richard Overton in Austin, Texas. A Florida man has chewed up the seat of a police car after he was arrested for cocaine. Hey, I'd like a slice of the leather seat with my hamburgers tonight. A Florida man, yes, Melvin Stubbs, 37 years old, is now facing additional charges for what he did in the backseat of this patrol car at the end of last week. And this happened in Monroe County, which is where Key West is. As the sheriff's office, it's actually more than that. It's all the, I think all the keys, part of the chain of islands and such, down in the very end of Florida or in Monroe County, Florida. But the sheriff's office there said that this man from Homestead was originally arrested and charged with cocaine trafficking and resisting arrest after he was found with more than 40 grams of cocaine during a traffic stop in Monroe County, Florida. But who he had a warrant for his arrest for a violation probation stemming from cocaine sale. Hey, this man likes his coke, and he likes his seats, too. The sheriff's office said that Stubbs was found with four baggies of cocaine inside his jacket pocket with a total weight of over 41 grams. When he was placed in the back of the patrol car, where he began kicking the passenger side of that vehicle, and then an officer noticed that a large piece of the back seat of the patrol car had been, quote, chewed off and or eaten, causing at least $1,000 in damage. Whew. I think he must have been taking some of the product and having a meal with the cocaine. Not something I think is going to be a pastime of most Southerners eating the car seats. <laughs> Two country music and just plain old music icons sang together for the first time ever over the weekend in music city willie nelson there was a tribute to him and he was present in nashville and they sang together saturday night during this tribute show honoring the 85 year old outlaw country singer and willie nelson teamed up with george Strait, the king of country music and Nelson, who's sung with just about everybody from Snoop Dogg to Frank Sinatra, but had never had a song sung together with his fellow Texan, George Strait, the Texas troubadour, the modern day Texas troubadour. Don't want to take anything away from Ernest Tubb, y'all. The two singers sang this duet together. It was a song called Sing One with Willie, in which Strait says to Nelson, you just made my career. And Nelson replies, or ruined it. (laughs) 
and more than a dozen artists were on hand to sing in honor of Willie Nelson during this show. And those artists included his old pal Chris Christopherson, Jimmy Buffett in the house, as well as Allison Krauss, many more. The show will be aired on A&E at a later date. Looking forward to that one. As all these singers from various backgrounds coming to Nashville for a wonderful concert in honor of Willie Nelson. And how about Willie? 85 years old, still going strong, still all over the place. And, of course, his musical influences and such, the people that love and worship his music continues. The youngsters, they like them some Willie Nelson. And I'm looking forward to hearing that duet with George Strait, one of my favorites. And finally, our last headline of the day comes from the state, or I should say Commonwealth of Virginia, A woman there whose husband is furloughed currently by the government shutdown has won $100,000 and a car thanks to the Virginia Lottery. Carrie Walls. Way to go, Carrie. And she says she lives in Ashburn, Virginia. She said she couldn't believe it. She cried when she found out about her Virginia Lottery win. Walls, who worked for the Air Force for more than 13 years, She drew the winning ticket in a December 4th drawing that was part of the Ford Expedition Plus 100K promotion, and hers was one of 554,000 entries, according to the Virginia Lottery. Walls said that the win came at an ideal time because her husband, who the lottery did not identify, is a federal worker who's been furloughed by the partial government shutdown. And she was already planning to take her family to Disney World prior to the win. But now that she's picked up her $100,000 check and her new Ford Exposition from Coon Sterling Ford, no telling where the Walls family might be going on vacation. Of course, her husband on a vacation of sorts, thanks to the furlough. But this Ashburn, Virginia woman, Carrie Walls, what a good story here on a Monday Not all bad news, thanks to the government shutdown. Maybe this victory that she had wouldn't be quite as sweet if her husband was going to work just like a normal day and pulling in the big money from the federal government. (laughs) I'm kidding. I have no idea what his position is. He's not even named in the story, but still a good story there is this Virginian winning $100,000 and a car. That's one heck of a lottery. I don't think the lottos that I've been a part of have a combo where you can win both money and a car. That seems like maybe a better deal. And a low number there. I just read off the odds there. One in 554,000. Now, that's something you can live with. Remember when they had the mega deal a couple of months ago, and it was like one in two billion? It may not have been that high a number, but I don't think the guy who they identified from South Carolina has ever come forward. We still don't know who, who, if anyone, won the Mega Million Lottery. I'm mad about that. I spent probably 15 bucks trying to be the next billionaire, and it didn't work out for me. But maybe next time. I just need to have a lotto that's a combo of money and a car, because I could use a new car. That is a look at headlines from across the region. We're not done with the y'all goodness on this Monday, y'all. When we come back, hashtag Hullaloo is coming your way. You don't want to miss it. It's the Y'all Show with the General, John Rawl. Your skin does a lot for you. It endures the cold and sun and nights when you sleep with your makeup on. 
tell it you love it back during the Love Your Skin event at Ulta Beauty with brands like Philosophy, Dermalogica, and Clinique. All 50% off with daily beauty steals. Plus, licensed skin experts will give your skin the love it deserves with customized facial treatments that fit your needs and goals. Hurry in now through January 26 for a gift with purchase from brands like Mario Badescu, Peter Thomas Roth, and Murad. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Shaquille O'Neal here. If you battle back or hip pain or knee or shoulder pain, you don't have to tough it out. You can just turn it off with Smart Relief from Icy Hot. You just push a button and whoosh. Smart Relief sends waves of relaxing pulses that safely block pain at the nerve level. It's simple, easy to use, and it's been clinically tested to start providing immediate relief for hours, even after you turn it off. So if you're battling pain, let Icy Hot help you win that battle. Turn on Smart Relief and turn off pain. Use only as directed. Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k, IRA, or investment account? Then I have one word of advice. Stop. Many experts warn of a stock market crash any day now. And if it's anything like the last two crashes, you could lose 50% or more of your hard-earned savings in the Wall Street casino. Can you afford to lose half of your retirement savings again? Hey, you don't have to lose a penny because there's a better, safer way to save for retirement. And you can learn all about it in a free report. This is the report Wall Street and big banks desperately hope you never see. Why? Because this method continues to grow your money even when the market tumbles. It lets you take back control of your money and finances and it gives you penalty free access to your savings plus it beats the pants off any 401k or ira these are uncertain times so get the information you need today to guarantee your retirement security to get this free report go to bankonyourself.com right now that's bankonyourself.com bankonyourself.com And welcome back to the Y'all Show, talking about the South, and we're talking hashtag hullabaloo now. This is where we dive in headfirst into the kitty end, actually really more into the deep end of the Y'all pool. And this is where we look at what's out there, social media, what are people saying to us, what are we finding in the social media stratosphere, both on Facebook, on Twitter, and more. We just... There's no telling. And let, let, let's me remind you that you can find the Y'all Show as we're on Twitter, at Y'all Show. Tweet at us. Follow us. We need all the likes we can get. Also, you can call us here with interaction, and that is 803-816-1170. So simple, so easy for you to be a part of the Y'all Show. And we also are on Instagram, at Y'all Show on Instagram. Murray Lee's in charge of that. Murray, hope you're doing well, sir. I haven't had a chance to talk to you in 2019, but let's beef up the old Instagram so we'll have more excitement here in 2019. Okay, sir? All right. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. On hashtag hellabaloo, we start off today with a tweet from Stephen Shea, at Stephen Shea, and that's S-H-A-A, just like the stadium in New York. Stephen Shea to the old, I guess, mayor of New York is who Shea Stadium was named after. All right, Stephen Shea says, who's trying to bring me some Popeyes? Hashtag hungry, hashtag fried chicken. Now, Stephen, I'm sorry. This is 2019, my friend, and no one has to bring you Popeyes chicken. 
you can order yourself and if your local popeyes does not deliver which i'm sure they don't there's all these really neat apps and neat companies that i think in new orleans for example there's a huge company called waiter and they offer delivery i don't know if they go to popeyes steven i don't know where you live but i bet you someone in your neighborhood offers delivery and you can enjoy all the popeyes you want thanks to these delivery services so good simple simple google hey we live in the google world now like it or not and if you don't know where wherever in the south you might live a simple google search perhaps the word that you might want to search for is like local food delivery service enter and you'll probably find one if not more services with probably a catchy name just like i said the one in new orleans is called waiter and you'll be able to get that food delivered to your door if popeyes participates in such a program and it's probably left to the individual individual franchisees whether they are now you didn't say here in your tweet what you want for popeyes i have noticed popeyes has added a few things to their menu change some things around here at the end of 2018 beginning of 2019 so maybe just maybe we all need to go to popeye's website to see what they have i was blown away when i went into popeye's the last time that they offer sweet tea for parties or catered events and they have a really creative slash inventive way of offering that tea at these events Instead of giving you a bunch of gallon jugs that are kind of hard to tote around and stuff, they have like a a bagged five-gallon type bag that's real sturdy, thick plastic, and they'll fill up the tea and those things and give to you. So let's say you've got a party. One gallon of tea is not going to be good enough. You probably need at least a five-gallon offering for your participants. And Popeye's has this really... I'm going to call it revolutionary to go tea. It's like five gallons. It could even be more than that that they offer. And I I was, I was impressed. I've not seen that from any kind of fast food place, that kind of a scientific solution to people's craving for tea. But thank you, Stephen. Maybe you can get that along with your biscuits and your red beans and rice from Popeye's. That sounds good here on Monday. Red beans and rice from Popeye's. ASA Photography, at photography underscore ASA on Twitter. And they put a tweet out saying, it's almost that time of year again. Hashtag Southern. Hashtag Louisiana. Speaking of Popeye's, although not related to Stephen Shane's tweet. But yeah, what a great photo there. They've got of some scenes of Louisiana with the, the flowers coming into bloom. And it is almost that time. But ASA Photography. We got a little ways to go. Golly, I just told you a few minutes ago about the winter storm that we just had in several states over the weekend and such. But yeah, going to Louisiana. In fact, I saw, speaking of Louisiana in that time of year, on Sunday, the New Orleans Saints football team hosted the Philadelphia Eagles. And somewhere on social media, I found a video of some Philadelphia Eagle fans in the parking lot at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And they were being very vocal as Eagle fans and really all sports fans from Philly are obnoxious. And I've been told that's the worst place to ever go 
watch a game if you're the visiting fans. But they were in the parking lot just stirring things up. And all these Eagle fans, who I'm going to call Yankees, were wearing short sleeve shirts. And I know it had to be a little chilly in the Big Easy, but at least in the early part of the afternoon prior to kickoff, they looked like it looked like it was September there in New Orleans along the banks of the Mississippi in the Crescent City. So, yeah, hopefully that would make a good picture, ASA photography. But I know you'd rather make pictures of more of the other scenes available in the Pelican State. Go to their website if you need to see some of the examples of ASA photography uh, or go to the Twitter account at photography underscore ASA. Our next tweet, speaking of NFL football, comes from Lacrita Redmond at L-A-Q-U-I-T-T-A-R-E-D-M-O-N-1. And how about this tweet? Kind of rubbing it in. It says, boom, the queen of the South. And what does Lacrita have attached to her tweet? The Dallas Cowboys logo. That would be flagged if it were a game for unsportsmanlike conduct, Lacrita. <laughs> but if you're like me, and I I do have two NFL teams I care about, one more than the other, one in the NFC, one in the AFC. So I have multiple teams that I, I definitely root for. I always factor, if you like a team, are you willing to – how to determine whether you really like a team are you willing to actually spend 20 bucks 50 bucks 100 bucks and buy apparel of that team and wear it and the teams that i like yes i would but the one thing i know the rest of the nfl teams there's 32 teams two teams i like there's 28, 30, 27 teams. That could go either way. No big deal. I'm not going to spend the money, but I don't necessarily despise. 27, I have no emotional attachment to two that I like, but there's one team I don't like, and it's because of their idiotic fans, and that would be the Dallas Cowboys. I don't like the Cowboys, and I got a friend of mine from childhood, who is a Dallas Cowboy fan that shows you why you should not pull for the Dallas Cowboys. He's constantly talking smack. And I need to remind him, the boys haven't won a Super Bowl in 25 years, at least 25 years. (laughs) And they're not going to win one this year. They got thumped from the playoffs thanks to the Los Angeles Rams of Los Angeles. But yes, Lacrita having fun at the Cowboys' expense with that tweet. Calling the Queen of the South. I don't know about that. Uh, you know, I, Dallas is right on the edge of being South or Southwest Cowboys. I love Dallas as a city. I, I'm, see, I'm, I'm not going to be too much of a hater. Great place. Fort Worth, cool. Even Arlington School, where they're located. I just don't like that team. I don't like the Cowboys. It's one of those things. You either love the Cowboys or you hate them. And they got a lot of people that love them. I'm sure a lot of you listening right now are ready to come after me because I'm bashing the boys. But let's be honest. They've got a lot of things working in their favor. Money, reputation, history. 
They've had great players. But honestly, if you're a Cowboys fan, isn't it rather embarrassing that I just said it's been 25 years since they won a Super Bowl? It's been 25 years since they've been to a Super Bowl. And the team I like more than any team, the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers, which did not even start play until 1995, the Panthers have not won a Super Bowl, but they've won they've they've won NFC championships, which means they've gone to the Super Bowl. The Carolina Panthers have played in two Super Bowls since Dallas last played in one. Let that sink in for a minute. My God, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have won a Super Bowl. Have won. I just said it. They've won one. The New Orleans Saints have won a Super Bowl since 1990-whatever. And may win another one this year. Boy, they look good. And even the Atlanta Falcons have played in two Super Bowls since Dallas was last in a Super Bowl. Let that one sink in, Cowboy fans. Maybe, perhaps it's ownership why they have so many problems. Southern Flavors is on Twitter, at Southern Flavors. Southern Flavors is... No, not in South Georgia or South Mississippi or even in South Florida. They're in Hayward, California. A family-owned business is how they identify Southern Flavors, at Southern Flavors on Twitter. And here's what they said from all the way in Hayward, California. Peach cobbler only on Sundays. Now, I don't know if that is just in their restaurant or is Southern Flavors and Hayward trying to say you should only eat peach peach cobbler on Sundays. It could be an unwritten rule. And if you're like me and you go back to your childhood, normally I did eat peach cobbler only on Sundays. And my grandmother, Pauline, granny as I called her, my mother's mother, No one made a better peach. We didn't call them cobblers where I'm from. No one made a better peach pie. Man, she could cook a peach pie. And I I remember my mother attempted to make one in my childhood, and I know I hurt her feelings when I had to tell her, look, this isn't Granny's peach pie. And I just, that's one thing my grandmother could do more than any other dish in fact i hated going to her house for other meals besides the sunday lunch because i know she had always had cornflakes for me to eat for breakfast she didn't cook breakfast but she always had cereal for me and was always boring no sugar type cornflakes and i was a frosted flakes kind of kid so that was a bad memory but the sunday afternoons going to her after church Peach pie, yes. And Hayward, California, perhaps you have my granny in mind or your granny. Did your granny make peach cobbler or peach pie? And did she do that on Sundays? Are you a peach pie maker? And is there a difference between peach pie and peach cobbler? Don't ask me. Cobbler, I think of something I think of shoes when I think of cobbler. But peach pie, now that's deliciousness and If you were lucky, you could get a little ice cream on it. But really, hers was so good. As much as I love ice cream, you didn't have to have it. Now to the celebrity angle here on today's hashtag hullabaloo. 
If you're a fan of WWE, you probably know about Lady of NXT. Her name's Lacey Evans. And on Twitter, her handle is at Lacey Evans WWE. And she's a Marine Corps veteran. And I think served in the military police in the Marine Corps. And she's, we were just talking about tea earlier at Popeye's. She writes on Twitter, my sweet tea, greater than your sweet tea. And she put a video on her Twitter account, Lady of NXT, making sweet tea. And it's pretty funny. And she's got a gigantic bag of sugar in the process of making her tea. So if you want a good laugh, check out Lady of NXT. And I don't follow wrestling that closely or wrestling, depending on if you want to be really into it. And she's part of WWE NXT is who we're talking about. Lacey Evans. Pretty cool. Now, another celebrity. Well, this guy really deep down probably doesn't want to be a celebrity, but he is all because of the TV show Live PD, which one of the many locations on that that they routinely have is my birth county, the county that I was born in, Richland County in South Carolina, which is where Columbia is. And the Richland County Sheriff's Department is routinely on there. And I'm not sure that some of the dumbest criminals in the entire country are in Richland County, South Carolina. Watch it and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But one of the stars of the coverage they have of the Richland County Sheriff's Department is Deputy Sheriff Danny Brown. And Danny Brown evidently went into a hotel somewhere over the weekend and wrote on Twitter, by the way, if you want to check him out on Twitter, his Twitter account is Thundercat830. That's thundacat three O. Danny Brown, Richland County Sheriff's Department in South Carolina. And Danny wrote on Twitter, well, now my hotel TV not working on the only channel that counts right now. Uh, no live PD. Boo. <laughs> and Danny Brown got a response from Silver Timeline on Twitter. And Silver Timeline replied back to Danny, I demand a refund. This is not the Southern hospitality that I know. Do they know who you are? Danny Brown, that is? I guess they don't. But they need to there, wherever you are in your hotel. Danny Brown, he's he's a pretty cool officer if you watch that TV show on live TV. On A&E, I think it's what it comes on. Now, finally, our last week comes from Lindsay Ratliff, and that's at MRSLC Ratliff who describes herself as Southern Appalachian, a wife and a dog mom, and an East Tennessean with the added East Tennessean phrase VFL and hashtag GBO. VFL, Vol for Life, and hashtag GBO, Go Big Orange. Lindsay, Miss Lindsay, and I'm putting the emphasis on A because her last name is, her first name is L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. She is a Big fan of the Tennessee Volunteers and Go Vols, one of the best college basketball teams in the country, but one of the worst college football teams in the SEC, Lindsay. So just want to just share that with you here. Lindsay put on Twitter, I wish more restaurants had fried green tomatoes as an appetizer. Hashtag Southern. Good point. Good point. I don't think that would be too hard for them to pull off if they really wanted to, restaurants. I just want to see McDonald's and people like that put fried green tomatoes on the menu now that would be one heck of a statement 
But thanks to Lindsay and thanks to all of our hashtag hullabaloo participants here on this fun segment we do three times a week on the Y'all Show, Talk with a Southern Accent. Stay tuned. We've got some business news from the region that we want to get to as we conclude Hour 1. And, of course, we've got Hour 2 coming your way with Jerry Short and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yeah, well, Kyle's not here. How come? Kicked off the team. Didn't Tim tell you? Kyle and some other kids got caught drinking beer in the park a couple of nights ago. Really? Yeah. Zero tolerance. He's out for the season. Come on, it's a first offense, right? That we know of. But why should that matter? He knew not to drink. I've made it clear to Matt, that's what we expect from him. What have you said to Tim? Um, nothing really. You know, a lot of kids try it at this age, so... Yeah, well, a lot of kids don't try it, too. I'm not saying that Matt's going to be this perfect kid, but if I don't tell him what we expect and why he shouldn't drink, how's he going to know? You think kids that age really listen? (laughs) They never admit it, Bill, but they hear more than you think. Talk. They hear you. For more information about talking with kids about underage drinking, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Ever wonder why Europeans seem to speak so many languages? Maybe it's because they use Babbel, the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Babbel's award-winning technology gets you speaking right away, whether you're learning Spanish, French, or German. And best of all, you'll remember what you've learned. I always thought I was bad at languages, but after using Babbel, I can tell you I was just taught the wrong way. Using Babbel's 10 to 15 minute lessons, you can be speaking confidently in your new language within weeks. I was amazed that I could start having real life conversations right away. It was so fast. Now I'm speaking Spanish. Woohoo! <laughs> no wonder Babbel is the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Try it for yourself and see why Babbel is the quick way to get conversational in a new language, like Spanish, French, or more. You can try Babbel for free. Go to Babbel.com or download the app and try it for free. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com, or download the app to try it for free. That's Babbel.com. Get ready, set, go Gonna take you to the crystal and a picture show Well, the sky's the limit, there's no price too high Baby, you're the apple of my eye Got my paycheck in my pocket and some gas in the tank Honey, your love's better than money in the bank Hey, welcome back to the Y'all Show. Little John Anderson here getting us going on this Monday. And, of course, money in the bank means things are going good for you. And are things going good for the U.S.? Are things going good for China? This is the Y'all Business Report. We call this the Y'all Street Business Report, to be exact, where we look at things going on that are affecting the South from a business standpoint. And speaking of the U.S. and China, China says it's 2018 trade surplus with America was the highest in more than a decade. And that kind of counters a little bit of the banter that President Trump said about his friend, President Xi in China, and the trade surplus with the U.S. 
was closely watched amid a bitter trade dispute between the two countries, and this surplus grew 17% from a year ago, hitting a $323 billion mark in 2018. According to Reuters, that's the highest on record dating back to 2006. Exports to the U.S. from China rose 11.3% on year in 2018, while imports from the U.S. to China rose almost 1%, 0.7% over the same period. But this does emphasize President Trump as he's continued to say how China has been ripping us off. Well, right there, we see a little bit of the, the a little bit, not a little, a big example of the indifference and, and all that going on between the two countries as exports and imports, not, not on the same page between the two countries. Maybe a solution to that would be, well, in some ways, Southern made automobiles getting on big boats and going to China and Southerners and our Detroit automakers all make tons of money from China off of really cool cars. Well, the North American International Auto Show is going on right now. It kicked off yesterday in Detroit, and they're unveiling hot cars, as they always do at the auto show, the International Auto Show. You'll see tons of SUVs and what's called CUVs on display. CUVs are crossover vehicles. And of course, in the South, we like our pickups, and you're going to see that on display this week in Detroit. Cadillac's got the XT6 unveiling at this show, and Ford's got a new Explorer that looks pretty neat. Looking at a picture of the new 2020 Ford Explorer SUV as it's been revealed in Detroit. So, yeah, and some of these are going to be made, at least in part, in the South, and then some cars are imports but perhaps they're making them in southern automobile plants infinity's got the qx inspiration and if you've seen this car it it's extremely extremely cool looking in my opinion i'm not even into cars that much but if you like cars and if you're not already in detroit you might want to go there if you like ram they've got a new ram hd model that's a part of the international auto show and it looks like a kick butt type of truck if you are looking for that to go out in the pasture and finally in our southern business report department stores have posted not the greatest sales report only target target or as we call it sometimes Target, saw big growth but stores like macy's and kohl's have reported lackluster holiday sales and investors of those big retailers not happy with the results and the tailspin, probably because of the international thing called the World Wide Web. But you saw a lot of big chain stores that are at least around malls struggle. And Macy's, their shares of their company have plummeted 19% because of these bad numbers coming in. And, of course, sales were strong at Black Friday and on Cyber Monday, but the rest of the way... Not good news for the major box stores with their stores in the South and around the country. I think our whole idea of shopping has definitely changed in the last two to three years even. This is not just something new this in this decade. It's, it's really, really a different world we live in with the way we shop, for good or bad. As we've told you before, Sears essentially is hanging on 
on life support in most places right now. And that was such a dynamic company for so long with a big presence in Dixie. Well, that will conclude hour one of this y'all show. When we come back in hour two, we will have a look back at the weekend in sports, both on the NFL front and some news on college football. Plus, we'll have Jerry Short, the teller of tales via Takapola. He's going to come by, and of course, we'll talk about the old days, and we'll talk about some cool stuff going on right now. All that ahead on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Keep it locked here. Your skin does a lot for you. It endures the cold and sun and nights when you sleep with your makeup on. Tell it you love it back during the Love Your Skin event at Ulta Beauty with brands like Philosophy, Dermalogica, and Clinique. All 50% off with daily beauty steals. Plus, licensed skin experts will give your skin the love it deserves with customized facial treatments that fit your needs and goals. Hurry in now through January 26th for a gift with purchase from brands like Mario Badescu, Peter Thomas Roth, and Murad. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Hey, this is Shaq. When I was playing ball, our team doctors helped me overcome pain with something called TENS therapy. And Icy Hot Smart Relief is that same kind of therapy. You just push a button and whoosh. Smart Relief sends waves of relaxing pulses that immediately start blocking pain. Back, hip, knee, or shoulder pain. Even works for hours after you turn it off. Man, this Smart Relief so smart, they should call it Shaq Relief. Ooh, I like that one. Somebody write that down for me. Turn on Smart Relief and turn off pain. Get my lawyer on the phone. You need to patent that. Use only as directed. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. This is the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent here on this Monday, second hour of the All Southern Program with your host, John Rawl. Our number, 803-816-1170. We encourage you to go to that number and text us anytime with a suggestion, comment, criticism, praise. We'll take it all, y'all. 803-816-1170. Our website, y'all.com. And on that website, you can learn more about the show more about the show's host and you can find archives of our more than 130 episodes of this all dixie program here on the y'all show later this hour we're going to welcome in jerry short the teller of tales from takapola and we're going to have a fun time talking to both about both current events and some stories of yesterday plus a true friend of mine and my career mentor has passed away at the age of 91, just a few days shy of his 92nd birthday, and we'll salute C.T. Red Reynolds back in South Carolina where he lived, and I'm heading that way for the funeral, and I'll talk to Jerry Short about my great friend and the guy that got me in the radio business in 1988 at WBLR in Batesburg, South Carolina. So looking forward to riding down memory lane about Red Reynolds, World War II veteran, great Southerner. In fact, I need to pull up with his grandson, put on facebook earlier today when i saw that he had posted about his grandfather dying he called him 
a true country gentleman, a Palmetto treasure, and he's gone to be with the Lord four days shy of four days shy of turning ninety two. Red Reynolds. So I'll tell you more about Red and what a great guy and all that all that later in this hour of the Y'all show. We start out hour two here today with a look at the sports rewind and the big story in sports over the weekend with the NFL divisional round games that happened starting on Saturday when you saw the Chiefs just take care of business in a snowy KC and they won 31 13 over Andrew Luck and the Indianapolis Colts. And then the big game Saturday night, the Los Angeles Rams eked out a win over the Dallas Cowboys. 30 to 22, a very powerful performance by the Rams, and they're going to be selling off into the NFC championship game now for the first time since their Super Bowl era when they were in St. Louis. Now, Sunday's NFL action, it got going in Foxborough where the New England Patriots really were a commanding team throughout the day, and they won 41 28 over Phillip Rivers. The Chargers did rally a little bit in the fourth quarter with 14 points, but much too late in the game. And Phillip Rivers denied again a chance to play in the Super Bowl. And Tom Brady gets another win for that franchise. And they move on to the AFC Championship game to take on the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. And then the final game on Sunday night, the New Orleans Saints came from a 14-point deficit and they achieved a victory at Mercedes-Benz Superdome 20-14 to over the Philadelphia Eagles, a game that the Eagles had a chance at the end to probably win the game. They were deep in New Orleans territory when a pass went right into former South Carolina Gamecock wide receiver Alshon Jeffries' hands, and he didn't catch the easy pass. It deflected off of his fingertips into the welcome arms of a New Orleans Saints defender, and the Saints are able to hold on and get a big win and a big rally in front of the crazed New Orleans Saints fans. So New Orleans moves on to the NFC Championship game. Now, what's going to happen next as far as the schedule goes for NFL football? Well, you've got the Conference Championship games going on next weekend, specifically on Sunday, and this coming Sunday, rather. And the first game is going to actually be the NFC game. It'll be the New Orleans Saints and the LA Rams at the Superdome, and that game will be a 3 Eastern, 205 Central kick at New Orleans for the Saints and the Rams. And then the late game will be the AFC game at Arrowhead Stadium where the Chiefs will host the New England Patriots in this game. It starts at 640 Eastern, 540 Central, the Chiefs and Patriots. So your final four, again, in NFL, these two teams, the winners, will meet in the Super Bowl in Atlanta. The Rams and Saints on the NFC side and on the AFC, Patriots, and Kansas City Chiefs. How about the Chiefs getting in the win over the Colts in a snowstorm? It was not as bad on the field as what it had been. Just some terrible weather, as we said earlier in the show, over the weekend in places like Missouri. And I just came through I-70 the other day, and I was trying to escape a snowstorm when I was on that interstate. But, boy, Missouri took a pound, and the St. Louis area took a pound, and for sure with this winter storm that just happened the other day but uh, hopefully we will have good nice clean weather i know we will in new orleans because they play indoors saints and rams chiefs and patriots in the kc area with the game at airhead stadium 
Going to be a good one. Mahomes, a lot of people are saying, going to be the NFL MVP. He's the favorite to win that. Patrick Mahomes, former Texas Tech Red Raider quarterback. And boy, he's had quite a season leading KC to its first AFC championship game, I think since the early 90s. I think I heard that right. Of course, they haven't played in the Super Bowl, if my memory's right, since back in the old days when they were first in the Super Bowl. Remember, they represented uh, themselves in the first two Super Bowls, I think, losing in that first one to the Green Bay Packers. But it would be a blast from the past if Kansas City somehow finds himself in a Super Bowl with a win over the New England Patriots this coming Sunday. Now, speaking of NFL, Steve Sarkeesian, the former Alabama assistant, former head coach of the USC Trojans and been in a lot of other places, He's evidently turned down an offer to be the offensive coordinator for the Arizona Cardinals of the NFL to, it looks like he's heading back to Tuscaloosa, where he will become the offensive coordinator once again for Nick Saban and the University of Alabama. More on that developing story. But Steve Sarkeesian, maybe going back to SEC country, he's been with the Atlanta Falcons the last two years, and maybe Saban needs him back. Saban needs some stability. Saban and stability don't exactly go well for assistant coaches, and you may see him coaching in Tuscaloosa once again. College basketball from the weekend. The Louisville Cardinals probably pulled off the biggest game of note. They went into Chapel Hill and demolished the North Carolina Tar Heels over the weekend. On the SEC side, what's a little stunning is you've got two teams that have kind of come out of nowhere to have perfect records in the SEC. You've got the South Carolina Gamecocks. They won on Sunday over Mizzou, and the Gamecocks of Frank Martin are 3-0 and in SEC play. And then the other team that came out of nowhere, a team predicted to be the last place team at the end of the season, is now leading the SEC, or technically tied with Frank Martin's team, the Mississippi Land Sharks. They got a big win in Starkville over the weekend at the hump and now kermit davis the first year head coach came to oxford from murfreesboro where he led mtsu doing a fantastic job at least as of now coaching that team in oxford mississippi and that's a quick glance we'll have a lot more college basketball talk as we go through the week on tuesday we'll have a lanyap on wednesday acc spotlight sec spotlight on thursday we'll have a lot more college basketball to share only in these individual individualized segments that we have for these conferences don't want to miss it when we come back on the y'all show after this short little timeout. Jerry Short will be on, and he's going to tell us a little bit about what's going on in today's world. And if we are lucky, it's going to be a darn good thing that he's going to get off his chest. That's coming up on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with a Southern accent. Your skin does a lot for you. It endures the cold and sun and nights when you sleep with your makeup on. Tell it you love it back during the Love Your Skin event at Ulta Beauty with brands like Philosophy, Dermalogica, and Clinique. All 50% off with daily beauty steals. Plus, licensed skin experts will give your skin the love it deserves with customized facial treatments that fit your needs and goals. Hurry in now through January 26th for a gift with purchase from brands like Mario Badescu, Peter Thomas Roth, and Murad. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Shaquille O'Neal here. If you battle back or hip pain or knee or shoulder pain, you don't have to tough it out. You can just turn it off with Smart Relief from Icy Hot. You just push a button and whoosh. Smart Relief sends waves of relaxing pulses that safely block pain at the nerve level. It's simple, easy to use, and it's been clinically tested to start providing immediate relief for hours, even after you turn it off. 
So if you're battling pain, let Icy Hot help you win that battle. Turn on Smart Relief and turn off pain. Use only as directed. Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k, IRA, or investment account? Then I have one word of advice. Stop. Many experts warn of a stock market crash any day now. And if it's anything like the last two crashes, you could lose 50% or more of your hard-earned savings in the Wall Street casino. Can you afford to lose half of your retirement savings again? Hey, you don't have to lose a penny because there's a better, safer way to save for retirement. And you can learn all about it in a free report. This is the report Wall Street and big banks desperately hope you never see. Why? Because this method continues to grow your money even when the market tumbles. It lets you take back control of your money and finances and it gives you penalty free access to your savings plus it beats the pants off any 401k or ira these are uncertain times so get the information you need today to guarantee your retirement security to get this free report go to bankonyourself.com right now that's bankonyourself.com bankonyourself.com This is the Y'all Show, talk with a southern accent. John Rawl back in with you here, the teller of tales from Takapola Way. Jerry Short now joins us with his weekly installment of tales of yesteryear and even tales of modern day southern life. Jerry, welcome back into the Y'all Show, sir. Well, John, it's good to talk to you. It's been a little small hyenas, it seems like, so, since we've had much to say, but... Uh, uh, I'm sure we've got a lot we can discuss today. So, yes, we roll and we'll roll. Jerry, with you, we we never are at a lack of subjects to talk about. Do you know? I had a friend of mine's mother was in the hospital, and she's a northerner that talks all the time, and, and she's <laughs> 92. And uh, that doesn't seem like she, a compliment there. Well, it's it's. I don't know how to take it. Her son told me today that uh, well, she just got at the hospital with gallbladder surgery. And she said she sure hoped Jerry come over a lot because uh, that he uh, he can talk more than I can talk, and he's the only one I run across that can. So I don't know if he, is that good or bad. Well, there's <laughs> there's people that talk a lot, and then there's people that talk a lot that you don't mind if they talk a lot. They always have something to say, and I think we've got too many people who talk that have nothing to add to the conversation. Jerry, Super you're you're not one of those people. Fans. You're not one of those people. Thank you so much. I'll try to throw something in there then. You have merit. You have merit. The Lord blessed you with uh, at least stories that may or may not be true. That's why we have you. It's tales. And I'm pretty sure most of your tales are pretty accurate, but uh, you may embellish a little bit here on the y'all show jerry uh, yeah jerry you and i both did something over the weekend that I, that's gonna segue in a minute to from what we're gonna initially talk about you and i both went and saw the movie the mule out in theaters right now clint eastwood stars in it i went and saw it friday i think you and your betrothed went and saw it uh, betrothed your wife went and saw <laughs> it on saturday and, and you don't want to get you in trouble at home 
Uh, no. Yeah. But you went and saw that movie. And if you know anything about Clint Eastwood's newest movie, it's about running drugs as a almost 90-year-old Korean War veteran he was in the movie. So a pretty cool movie. I highly encourage you all to see it. We'll segue to that. But it's kind of timely, Jerry, that we're talking about running drugs right now. When all of the national news is fixated on this wall between Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and California, and Calif- and, and Mexico, Jerry, you have you've worked around that area more than once. You've worked out in Arizona. You've of course been in Texas, and I just want you to comment on what's going on with the wall chaos and what 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 you would do if you were president or on the ground there on the on the border. Well, John. Like you said, I've worked those areas and I've worked them in different capacities. Uh, I've bought oil and mineral leases and I've worked, uh, other things and security stuff. And, and I've worked from Laredo to El Paso to Nogales to, uh, you name it. And I've worked there and, Eagle uh, Stone, Eagle Pass and, uh, back, back all the way back around and, all around the old, uh, uh, well, let's go all the way out to California. And I, I spent a little time down at, uh, that nice crossing at, uh, San Diego. So it, it, uh, what I would, uh, you know, I, I think we covered just a kind of just for just a little, little sprinkling of it one time before, but it's got to be built. And you'd think anyone with any common sense, and I would recommend them seeing the movie we saw, uh, Mew with, uh, Clint Eastwood, who portrayed an older person, a veteran, a war veteran of the Korean War. And I think he portrayed a 90 year old person. And, uh, he's actually about 88, I believe. And, uh, another outstanding performance by him. But, you know, it's, it's, it's some underlying stuff in what, that movie's about. If you'll just watch it, you will realize that a lot of what he did and what was portrayed in that movie is what a lot of our problems are in America today. And you will know why we have to have a wall, why this drug running and these cartels are that's more important to stop than the illegal aliens are because they're doing more damage all across this country and in the movie um he was uh apprehended uh in the movie on the interstate that i live on interstate 55 and uh it was up in illinois around peoria but uh i've been in that country a lot up there also and i've been in chicago but he was running to chicago but the stuff that he cares carries in his vehicle and the way they do it in a way they can go undetected but how it gets into the country is the bottom line and to stop it from getting in the country it's going to take a wall of some type not not drones not photographs of uh, somebody crossing the border along the rio grande in some area that's isolated that you get a picture of an individual and by the time you get to border patrol there Hey, he's gone, or they've already got their feet on the ground in America, or a woman's already had a baby, and you know, and and it's already an American citizen, and we're already paying not to wazoo, 
for this kind of stuff. And I don't know if people have a clue or people even realize how much money is costing us for illegal aliens to be in this country, welfare, recipients, uh, homes, housing, apartments, hospitalization. That is eating us up. I mean, we're spending 70 to 90 billion a year uh, on those things, on illegal aliens. And they're fighting two thirds of our so-called elected officials are fighting over $25 billion when they could be uh, knocking off $75 billion a year that they're wasting and spending and throwing away. But like I said, I've seen them come across. I've actually apprehended one that I was told to let go by one of our uh, government uh, agencies because they had a, at that time, they had catch and release, mm-hmm. and catch and release says that you catch them and release them. I've sat there on the border at Douglas, Arizona, and watched them chase them uh, uh, all night along the border where the fence is nothing but a barbed wire fence that you would have on your back 40 of your property just to keep a cow in or a cow out. And they let them, illegals are running across. They catch them. They release them. And then they catch him again. I actually had an agent tell me one time that he had caught a few people three times in a 24-hour period mm. and released them. So we cannot – and so look at the money you're spending on the agents. You know, they say, well, we got 20,000 agents. Well, you, you can't have 20,000 agents. They can't work 24-7. So we got 20,000 agents. What's that mean? we got 10,000 that are working at a time. There's so many factors that go into it, John. I, yeah. I know I'm, I'm just rattling on about it, but I've been there firsthand. I've seen it firsthand, and I feel like I know what needs to be done. And what needs to be done, if they do not put a wall up, it's got to be patrolled by our military. Which would be a lot more than $5 billion a year. A lot more than $5 billion a year. And then you're going to have trouble with individual landowners also. You can't have adverse possession on all the land that individuals own right up to the border. You know, it's supposed to be, I think, so many feet on each side of the wall. Well, all that, some of that land will have to go to court. It'd be tied up in court for years. So, you know, uh, our president may have to declare a state of emergency and go ahead and start rolling with this thing and get it in court. And maybe we can get some time and buy some time and get some things done. But after seeing that movie, I just recommend the movie, and I know you will too. And I know you probably got a few things to say when I when I slow down here in a second. Are you announcing but, your run for twenty twenty here on the All Show today, Jerry Short? Uh, might not be a bad idea. <laughs> but, but, but uh, you, you might want right. to run run uh, alongside Trump on the Republican side just to keep his feet to the fire in case right. and he might right. get a little cozy and say, well, nobody's going to challenge me Republican wise. So maybe if I back off this wall thing, it won't cost me. But uh, a lot of people are very passionate about the whole deal. And look, if you're a parent, if you're a loved one of someone are you the actual victim yourself and you die of an overdose 
or you die because somebody on these drugs is an idiot out there and runs into you head on and kills you or kills a loved one. Is that $5 billion expense really something that you would be fighting over if you knew it would save a life or two or hundreds or thousands of lives? I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't Mm. think so. Absolutely not. And if you're one of these uh, type that uh, also uh, may be in Congress or the Senate or whatever, they're in local politics that are building 10-foot high walls around their multi-million dollar homes. Yeah. Uh, Why are they doing that, you know? Yeah. I've got a fence around my place. Why is that? It, it may be because I don't want a cow or horse to get out. I'd love to know, Jerry. I'd love to know the cumulative expense of what's already on the wall, on the border, the walls, the barriers, and all that. I bet you that totals to be more than five billion dollars. Oh, sure. And uh, I mean, it don't take a lot, but let's look at it in another way, also. Yeah. Uh, what we're spending, if we do spend five billion dollars, it's five billion dollars worth of worth of steel from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. labor from Texas, Arizona, or New Mexico, or here if we go out there and work. You know, the money will turn over in our country that's spent to build that wall. That's what when Trump was running for president and he was saying Mexico will build the wall. You know, he didn't really realize that he was really talking to some dumb American people, citizens, that didn't understand what you mean by Mexico will build the wall. They'll build the wall by the money they save us and uh, from what we're trying to do to stop the influence of of gold. It's gold, all right. It's costing us gold of drugs and stuff that's coming across that border. And I've, I've watched them pull people across on the inner tubes. I've watched all that kind of stuff. And, and, and nobody ever tries to stop it. What if you've got a picture of that? Does that do any good? What if the lady is expecting and, and she comes across just before she gives birth and they pull her across? So they've got, uh, drones that are flying over taking photos and they got a photograph, but she's already on American soil. Well, according to our laws today, that baby is an American, right? Yeah. So, you know, there, think how much money that costs. And then immediately they'll take her to uh, a hospital. And I talked to a boy today who was in just a hospital just getting oxygen because he's having a hard time breathing. They charge him in a small town that I, where we are $2,000 a day for the room in that hospital. And, and we've got some of these politicians that think these people are being mistreated when they get apprehended and they're not miss being mistreated it may be some of the best places they've ever lived in their life yeah well if, if they actually fleeing what they say they wouldn't be here if not for the demand of workers and we've got some industries out there that you're just not going to have american natives do that kind of work so there still has to be some kind of balance to where there can be some here but not the whole countries of Guatemala, Nicaragua, parts of Mexico, no. all of a sudden move up here because of what the the golden parachute that America offers for them. We have to have some common sense. Guest workers would be the best term because that's what they've done in Europe forever from some of the countries like Turkey that have gone into Germany and France and all that. So 
not trying to say no, that they uh, should be exported and all that every single one of them that are currently here we need them our country would not be running without some of these people however there's got to be a way where it's a win-win they get to stay here but they don't become citizens but we also control what the flow is and the ones that are here that are so-called guests well if they act up guess what they're on the next train south to el paso and they're out of right. here right now and, we don't have that liberty but when i grew up and when uh, when i was younger they had visas where you could come in in california and you could pick oranges or you could pick fruits or you, or you could be in the grape vineyards or wherever you were but they would be good for six months or whatever the season would be. Yeah. They would even come all the way to Florida. We had them planting pine trees for the timber company I worked for. But when their time was up, they would be could be checked. And if their visa was up, if a company would vouch for them, they could get a little extension put on it. But I've been there and seen that done. And that's, that's, that, that's perfectly fine because, like you said earlier, we have jobs here that some of our people – have gotten so lazy and dumbed down that they refuse to do. No, not not dumbed down. They're too good. They're told you can't do this kind of work. you got to go get an education. Well, some people don't need to go to high school or college. And I said high school. Some people don't need to try to – I mean, some of these high schools just pass them through, and it's a joke that they get a high school certificate. Uh, they need to be yeah, out there clearly. working when they're 15 and 16. I know that's probably not legal full time. Well, they need more trade schools also. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's, but trade schools, trade schools, trade schools. Kyle, it's no, it's, there should not be that stigma that if you don't have a college degree that you're a bozo. That's kind of the way it's been preached for decades. That's now. the way it's kind of evolved into that situation. You know, when I came out uh, in the 60s out of high school, it wasn't, it wasn't so much that way about college. If, if you were going on to college, you were just taking a step above the middle class, maybe to be a doctor or a lawyer. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like you had to go on to college to be a regular person in society. But that's all changed in the last six, five or six decades right? to where it's expected of you. Well, why don't they add two years to – way of of uh, regular school and not have college get 14 years if that's the case you don't graduate when you're seen you have two more years i mean there's a lot of things that can be done but i think trade schools are are probably one of the biggest things that we really need because we're not in the industrial revolution again and that's what i feel like i feel like the democrats and the people well, let me just back off of saying Democrats. But those people that uh, are against everything, it seems like, that we do today. I call You know what I call those people, Jerry? What do you call them? I call them Democrats. Yeah, I do too. D-U-M-B-acrats. They, they are definitely that. And, uh, <laughs> I, sometimes I call them uh, Dumb-a-rats too. <laughs> And so, uh, not that the Republicans are perfect. They're not. They've got idiots no. amongst them. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Jerry, I got a technical question for you. Let's say I'm south of that proposed wall that's coming, big the Trump right. wall, and right. I want to get over that thing. I know right. it's supposed to be hard to do, but I, I'm sure with enough moxie and strength you could do it. If you were on the other side of the border wall, what would you do to get over it? Well, in high school, I was a pole vault. Okay. But 
I didn't pole vault 20 feet. <laughs> I think this is going to be taller than that, isn't it? I think so. And, uh, but you know, just climbing and all, you know, people can, you can, you can get all kind of things, but so you do. So you got suction cups on your feet. So you spider man. So you go up the thing. So you got a rope with a, a, uh, a, a, a hook on the end that you throw and you catch the top of the wall and you, and you pull yourself up it like Tarzan or somebody. So you do get over, but that's one. That's not a caravan of 7,000, is it? Yeah. Let me ask you this. So, He's talking about a steel wall. I just came up with a, a good idea for our friends south of the border. Is steel something that's magnetic that magnets are attracted to? Oh, yeah. And, and, and these are real good steel. They're the same kind of steel, from what I understand, Okay, that uh, they'll put down for uh, erosion control along. You see them on highways yeah, and things like that. And not to change the subject from what you just said, because that's good. But what I heard the other day, which really shocked me, you know, these soundproof concrete walls along highways going into your bigger cities to keep the sound out of the neighborhoods. There's enough of those built in the United States to reach the length of the border from Matamoros to all the way to California and back Golly. there's enough of those walls in the united states and they've only been put up in the last 15 20 years from what i've 15 seen 20 years yeah. but if they can do that you know they can do anything yeah and earlier tonight i saw where atlanta on their interstate system is getting so crowded they don't have enough green space in town they want to cover most a lot of that and put parks over it. and they're trying to come up with billions of dollars for that kind of project Huh. And there's already one in Dallas I've seen like that that goes in the main feeder coming into Dallas from the north end. I think it's 400 or 200. But those that's costing millions and, and, and billions of dollars. If you can do that, why can't we do the wall? We all know it's political. All right. Good point. My point with the whole magnetic thing is I guess someone could actually attach like a series of magnets that have like something where you can oh, yeah. stick your foot on and you can almost yeah. make a, a ladder going over the wall out of magnets since that thing's well, going to be out of, I mean, made out of steel. But, you know, I, I know everything is cruel. Let's put razor wire on the very top. Yeah. Let's uh, let's just go ahead and raise it up about four or five more feet of razor wire and let's see who can get over that. Okay. Because that stuff will cut you to pieces. It's not just like barbed wire. Yeah. It's little razors. Mm. And it's in rolls. And you can roll a couple of rolls. And uh, I know at this uh, sheriff's office here, uh, we're in the county that I'm in right now, there's some back, some of the prison inmates were out in the backyard shooting basketball. One jumped up on top of the uh, prison compound itself. Mm-hmm. went and ran off the wall, jumped off the building, and was gone for two or three days. Well, they come back, what did they do? They put razor wire on the roof. Nobody's jumped over since. <laughs> so, Build that know, razor they, wall. Build that razor wall. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Jerry Short, Teller Tales from Takapola. We're not done with Jerry. When we come back, we're going to talk about a great friend of mine, my career mentor. We just lost him on Sunday evening back in South Carolina. And I'm going to go head over to the Palmetto State here this week for the funeral. And he was a World War II veteran to boot, C.T. Red Reynolds. 
We remember his great career and his service to our country. And I'll talk to Jerry a little bit more about Red and also about The Greatest Generation. All that's ahead on The Y'all Show. If you're talking, they will hear you every single time. Oh, we're getting killed. Yeah, well, Kyle's not here. How come? Kicked off the team. Didn't Tim tell you? Kyle and some other kids got caught drinking beer in the park a couple of nights ago. Really? Yeah. Zero tolerance. He's out for the season. Come on, it's a first offense, right? That we know of. But why should that matter? He knew not to drink. I've made it clear to Matt, that's what we expect from him. What have you said to Tim? Um, nothing really. You know, a lot of kids try it at this age, so... Yeah, well, a lot of kids don't try it, too. I'm not saying that Matt's going to be this perfect kid, but if I don't tell him what we expect and why he shouldn't drink, how's he going to know? You think kids that age really listen? (laughs) They never admit it, Bill, but they hear more than you think. Talk. They hear you. For more information about talking with kids about underage drinking, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Ever wonder why Europeans seem to speak so many languages? Maybe it's because they use Babbel, the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Babbel's award-winning technology gets you speaking right away, whether you're learning Spanish, French, or German. And best of all, you'll remember what you've learned. I always thought I was bad at languages, but after using Babbel, I can tell you I was just taught the wrong way. Using Babbel's 10 to 15 minute lessons, you can be speaking confidently in your new language within weeks. I was amazed that I could start having real life conversations right away. It was so fast. Now I'm speaking Spanish. Woohoo! <laughs> no wonder Babbel is the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Try it for yourself and see why Babbel is the quick way to get conversational in a new language, like Spanish, French, or more. You can try Babbel for free. Go to Babbel.com or download the app and try it for free. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com, or download the app to try it for free. That's Babbel.com. Back now for the final segment of this Y'all Show, Talk with a Southern Accent, with John Rawl, who got a start at WBLR AM 1430 in Batesburg, South Carolina. And the man that gave me that first job in radio was Red Reynolds. And Red passed away at the age of 91 or 92. And the reason I don't know, his birthday is either today, it might have been yesterday, I can't remember but he may be may have been 92 when he died, but he's right at that. I was at his 90th birthday party two years ago, and it was like right this time two years ago. But we lost him, sadly, and Red, as a 18-year-old, went into the service of our country back in 1945 and is considered a World War II veteran. He served in Germany just after the war came to an end and just someone I always checked in on. He would check in on me. Uh, great Southerner, great South Carolina native, and also a huge Clemson Tiger fan. And all, of all things, Clemson wins their third national championship the week that he passes away. But just a, a, a great man, married to my cousin, my second cousin, Doris, and just an amazing family and great children and wonderful grandchildren like their grandson, Clay. I helped influence him to go to the Citadel, and he's now – I think a lieutenant colonel in the United States Army getting ready to get out of that service. But Jerry, just another one of our great folks 
who served in World War II, I won't say gone too soon after you've lived 91 years. That's a pretty good life. But still, sad statement that here we go again with another passage from that generation. Well, Jane, I'm sorry for the loss of your friend, John. But uh, he's, you know, he's to be, uh, he's to be honored. And uh, he uh, evidently, he got in at a mighty young age because uh, 91 is uh, getting on up there now for World War Two or down there. Well, he's born in 20, young. he's born in 27. So if you have a birthday in January of 27, that means you turned 18 in january of 1945 which he did and i think he went to the army right either right when he got out of high school probably in may of 45 or somewhere along those lines he actually was in anniston alabama when the war came to an end going through training and so he didn't have combat service but considered a world war ii veteran a couple years ago he went on the the honor flight have you heard of those yeah Uh and he participated in that uh-huh. Went up to Washington. They're not the one that the government was shut down on Obama, and they wouldn't uh, let them into the World War II monuments. Uh, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, I believe that's the one. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, it was you know like the government's never been shut down, but you know the greatest generation as you met through it in a while ago. Uh, there's no doubt. I mean, I I can't even imagine. I can't fathom. This generation that we got now, I'm not cutting them down, but I just can't. They're not. It's, it's not their fault. It's more our fault, probably. They're not prepared to come out and go fight a war like that. And uh, you know, we don't use boots on the ground like we used to. I don't like that comment, boots on the ground. But we don't use foot soldiers, and we don't use infantry like we once did. We've gone more technical. And it's everything's technology this and lead that. And like we were talking about drones earlier. But uh, that bunch of men, they went through it and they knew it and they volunteered willingly. And they were for saving our country to not become what it looks like it's becoming. And and in their honor, we owe it to them to save what they were trying to save. Right. And yeah, no, you know, no. luckily, Red lived into you know, in his 90s. And by the way, his name, I loved his first name. It's uh, his nickname was Red, uh, but it was spelled yeah. R-E-D-D, two D's on his name. Double D. Red Rider. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. pretty yeah. cool there. But he always a man you could talk to forever. In fact, when I go visit him at his home, I would be there at least two or three hours minimum. And just always a fun thing. I actually got him out of the retirement and into hosting a Clemson show that I did for several years because nobody liked Clemson more than he did. And he was great on the radio. So I had him hosting the Clemson hotline for a while, but I guess he didn't want to do that after a while. But hey, just so many great people out there that serve, many of which, of course, we've already lost as yeah. they've, you know, some died in the war. My great uncle was killed at the Battle of the Bulge. And I named my son after him. But, Jerry, you grew up in the house, for example, with a World War II veteran, and it impacted your childhood. Your great, your oh, dad, absolutely. as you told me, had nightmares about the yeah, war. Yeah, and he wouldn't admit it. You know, people in that day and time, if you come out with uh, a problem that you got in a war, you may have had nightmare from it like he did. He would squeal out sometime at night like a panther. But, you know, he, w- he would be a shameful thing to admit that you were scared or had any fear or anything that caused that to be 
uh, of sickness in, in your mentally that you couldn't control. Mm-hmm. So people didn't talk about it and people didn't say it, but he was in the Battle of the Bulls, as you just mentioned, and he was in the Black Forest and he hit uh, not Normandy, but uh, uh, the one just down from it. And uh, and he went to the uh, Russian line, joined up with, uh, I believe, with uh, Patton when he came through the unit did. So, yeah, and but he, it, it really affected him. And it, it made him where he wanted to be a tougher man than he should have been, probably. Yeah. And, and I know it was it looking, it took me a long time to realize that. But I realized it way, way after he died. I mean, he would be 102 years old if he was living today. He was born in 16, 1916. And, uh, and he's been dead since 69, 1969. So I, I, now I realize that those things that those, that generation went through, they took it with a grain of salt. But it it had its weight. It they carried their cross forever, and we didn't know it, and we didn't tell them enough. We didn't ask them enough, and we didn't thank them enough. So you know, to Red, who obviously volunteered immediately out of high school and went on in, he could have been drafted. I don't know that for sure, but either either way, he was just as big a hero as Audie Murphy, who I love. And uh, or loved, you know, he died in a plane crash in America later after a Hollywood career. But uh, you know, he did the movie to hell and back on his story. But Jerry, anyway, I was those tell you, people were great. Jerry, his high school is the same one I went to. Red's high school, Lexington High School, Lexington, South Carolina. What's amazing <laughs> is, of course, we just lost Red yesterday. But what's amazing, there's two other members of his same high school class, Lexington High School class of 1945, twin brothers, Raymond and Hamp Kaufman, and they also went to the war together, and they're yeah. still alive. I just saw a news They're feature. still alive. Yeah, they're twin Gosh. brothers, and, and they went to the war literally together. They went all the way over in the Pacific and were like in the same unit or something like that. Yeah, and they, they quit that later on after they lost those brothers at sea well this was during world war ii so i I I mean i think it was one and about the middle of the war and then they quit well these guys wouldn't have entered until 45 they they weren't in the exact same same thing but they were around each other somehow it it worked out that way but they were they're still alive the kaufmans from lexington south Carolina, yeah and and we actually read the story a couple of weeks ago on the y'all show about them they were just honored back in lexington and my town is not very big so to have three men who fought in world war ii all living until their 90s all living and, in their 90s. and now we lost are they, Fred. Are, are they are they live together now or are they in nursing homes or? Uh, no they no. I, from what i asked my mother about it i believe they still live independently and they live across the road from each other i believe i'd be going and talking to them and <laughs> because I, if i could go back i would spend so much time talking to that generation Mm-hmm. and finding out what made them so great because i'd like to pass all that on to my grandkids and grandkids and great-grandkids to be yeah because they 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 put it i know they had hard times in the depression and i know they had hard times growing up but they also that, that doesn't matter yeah. you're still a human being and you still bleed and they went on in their head first 
and did what was necessary. And one footnote to those two Kaufmans who literally live across from each other on that same track of land, same family property, they had a great nephew, I think he was, who actually was killed tragically in the Iraq war back 15 years ago. So, you know, just the service of that family. But those two men went in World War II. They survived. And here they had a young grandnephew or great-nephew, something like that. I don't know the exact relation. Thomas Kaufman was his name. And he Hmm. was killed in the the modern times of warfare. So uh, just an amazing amazing thing. And like you said, one thing I want to stress, I was lucky to have a great relationship with Red, a man much older than me. But. I knew a little bit about his war history. In fact, he knew more about my family history, and he wasn't even related to me. He was very up on raw yeah. family history. and so he kept up. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's just a, a fascinating guy. But uh, he influenced me to ask questions. So I know a lot about what he did during that time. He served, as I said, in Anniston, Alabama, prior to going to the war in Europe after the war had come to an end. My point here, Jerry, I don't have to tell you this, but to our audience, if you know any World War II or Korean, heck, even Vietnam veterans, and you don't know a little bit of their story, it's not going to hurt to ask. Say, hey, man, can I buy you a cup of coffee? We'd love to just talk to you a little bit because these people are going. Vietnam, Korea, World War II, we don't hardly have any World War II veterans left. Korean veterans aren't as numerous, so that's hard to find. And then even our Vietnam veterans, Jerry, that's you're right. you're the same age group. You yeah. lose people your age every day. Yeah. Get- yeah, I, I do. I lose people that I know and people that I was in training with in the military and yeah. that went to Vietnam. And and you lose them and they're gone. And you don't think you're that old, but all of a sudden you start looking around and hey, where are they? You ask about someone. Oh, he's been deceased five years. Yeah. Ask about somebody else. He's gone. So take note and take time and talk and listen and learn because they can teach you more in uh, just a sit down session probably than you would learn in college in a month. So amen to that. Mm-hmm. Jerry, thank you very much. And I thank all of our veterans, World War II, Korea, Vietnam the wars in Iraq and, of course, Afghanistan. We appreciate all our heroes who've gone and worn our country's uniform. Jerry, thank you very much for your input today. We look forward to catching up with you. And, again, thank, thank you, you for C.T. Red Reynolds, okay. who passed and away. Same, uh, God bless Red Reynolds. Yes, sir. The great Thanks. Red Reynolds of WBLR, AM 1430, Batesburg, Leesville, South Carolina, blasting out great country music across the ridge hadn't been doing that in about 30 years but uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway good times and i appreciate red for you giving me a chance to get behind a microphone you gave me my first shot here i am 30 years later still doing it jerry we'll talk to you next week thank you sir all right we'll get some information going then. all right well folks that will conclude our show for today thank you for listening to the y'all show we'll have a brand new episode coming your way tomorrow you don't want to miss it It's the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Your skin does a lot for you. It endures the cold and sun and nights when you sleep with your makeup on. 
tell it you love it back during the Love Your Skin event at Ulta Beauty with brands like Philosophy, Dermalogica, and Clinique. All 50% off with daily beauty steals. Plus, licensed skin experts will give your skin the love it deserves with customized facial treatments that fit your needs and goals. Hurry in now through January 26th for a gift with purchase from brands like Mario Badescu, Peter Thomas Roth, and Murad. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Hey, this is Shaq. When I was playing ball, our team doctors helped me overcome pain with something called TENS therapy. And Icy Hot Smart Relief is that same kind of therapy. You just push a button and whoosh. Smart Relief sends waves of relaxing pulses that immediately start blocking pain. Back, hip, knee, or shoulder pain. Even works for hours after you turn it off. Man, this Smart Relief so smart, they should call it Shaq Relief. Ooh, I like that one. Somebody write that down for me. Turn on Smart Relief and turn off pain. Get my lawyer on the phone. You need to patent that. Use only as directed.